Okay, boys and girls, it's now time for Trex in Sci-Fi with the star of the show, the Geek Meister himself, Rico. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. This is Rico and this is Trex in Sci-Fi podcast show number 108 for March the 11th, 2007. Got a special show for you this week, folks. We're going to do a Skype cast with several people from the forums Talk a lot about sci-fi TV and movies and Star Trek. That will be coming up shortly, right after our opening intro music and a few other little opening remarks from myself. So stand by. Here we go. Rico. Re-re-re-rico. Drex and sci-fi. Drex and sci-fi. Captain, incoming message. A weekly dose of sci-fi and Star Trek information. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Hello and welcome back to Treks in Sci-Fi, everyone. This is Rico again. We've got a real fun Skype cast to play for you that I recorded uh, yesterday on Saturday, the March the 10th, it would have been. Got a few people from the forums. Did something called a Skype cast, which basically enables you to, to record a Skype call and uh, join in with a lot of people at the same time. Unlike the conference calls I've done before, this allowed me to bring in more people from uh, the forums, mainly, is where they came from. And we talk about sci-fi and Star Trek, things like that. Got about eight people, or was it about ten? Well, I'm trying to remember right now. I think it was about ten that we had at one point. And it really came off real well, I think. I, I The the conversations didn't overlap with each other that much, and, and we got a lot of people's input on some sci-fi topics that I wanted to cover. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, one word of warning for this upcoming Skype call. We do talk about... Uh, Current sci-fi TV, at least in the United States, shows like Heroes, uh, Battlestar Galactica, even a little bit of a 24 uh, thrown in for current TV shows. So, word of warning right now, and I think I I give this warning a couple other times uh, on the Skype call. And there's the phone. Oh, how how amazing is that? (laughs) Sorry about that, everyone. It's been a while since that happened. Well, all I was going to say is if you don't want to any hear any spoilers for Battlestar Galactica, don't want to know about heroes, don't want to know what's happened in the, in the last couple of episodes, do not listen to this podcast yet. Wait a few weeks until you've caught up. If you don't mind spoilers, things that have happened we're going to talk about on the show uh, that we cover, uh, then go ahead and listen. But there's your word of warning for uh, spoiler alert things about what we're talking about in the Skype call. Uh, I don't really have a lot of time to talk about much else this week. It's going to be mainly the Skype cast. I'm not going to really review a collectible or anything like that. But I do want to announce before uh, we get into the Skype call the winner of our grab bag contest. Now, I started this a couple of weeks ago. This was basically uh, a way to raise a little money for the podcast, buy some equipment I want, uh, a couple of different software packages I'm looking at to improve the show, that kind of thing. And also to uh, encourage people to put comments on the podcast notes page, which you can get to at the treksf.com website. 
So it came off real well. Got a lot of uh, nice people to donate to the show. Got some new comments up on the podcast notes, so I'm very happy with it. Uh, Again, uh, if you look back a couple of uh, podcasts ago, you can see what the winning uh, person will win. Uh, There were some action figures, a T-shirt, kind of a nice little grab bag of items I put together, a DVD, uh, that, that kind of thing. So I already had my wife draw a name, uh, a resulting name from, uh, I put everyone who put in podcast notes, uh, comments into a hat. They got an entry for that. And for every $5 that was donated, I put two pieces of paper in a hat for those entries. And I've got the folded up piece of paper here. I'm about to unfold it and look at the winner on the air. All right, insert drum roll here. The winner of this contest is... David Morton. David Morton from Chicago. David, you won the grab bag of items from Treks and Sci-Fi, T-shirt, action figures, and so forth. David, I, I think um, I've got your contact information here written down, too. So I think I'm good. But if you want to shoot me an email, treksf at gmail.com, just to confirm where to send the items, uh, that would be helpful, too. So, David, you are the winner of the grab bag. And thanks, of course, to everyone that entered Put up uh, comments in the podcast notes and donate to the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, I also want to say, you know, continue to check out those podcast notes each week. Uh, I, I enjoy comments there to the, you know, various podcasts, what people like, what you might not like about the show. Uh, go ahead and comment. Continue to do that. Uh, that's very helpful to me. So without any further ado, I am going to uh, slip in here the Skype call. And I think this came out pretty good. There, uh, we Most people try to mention who they are who are talking because people have said that on previous Skype calls. It's a little hard to keep track of who's talking, but I think this one, we do a pretty good job with that. A uh, couple people had a little bit of mic trouble, so some of, the, some of the quality of some of the different people's voices isn't as good as others. But I think overall it's very listenable, if that's a word, and I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, like I said, we talk about Star Trek. Then we get into heroes, and we talk about Galactica. Those are the main topics, and we kind of branch off here and there, too. So I won't really be back at the very end of the show. I'll just play our little music at the end. So I want to thank everyone for downloading and listening this week. I will be back with a new show. Might get a midweek show in this week. I'm not sure yet. i got a couple ideas for that. But we'll be back definitely next weekend with another show for Treks in Sci-Fi. So stay tuned. Upcoming is the Skype call. I think you'll enjoy it. This is Rico, and today we have a special group of guests on Treks in Sci-Fi. We've got about, uh, I think, about 10 people in what's called a Skype cast. This is a little different than a regular Skype conference call like we've done before. This, the Skype cast, which it's sort of in the rough beta stage, so I apologize if it doesn't sound as good as previous Skype calls, but what this allows is you can set up a Skype cast to um, basically allow anyone to join in that wants to. There's no limit on numbers of people. And I think that might uh, sometimes get a little confusing, but I think it might be kind of fun, too. So right now with us in here are basically people that are on the Treks and Sci-Fi forums. We've got the Waz. We've got Nathan and Rick Moyer. We've got Sam Picard Delta. We've got Dark Molar Man, Daython, Trekkie Geek. John Semelec, Kiozin, 
Jen from the forums and Spidey from the forums. Hey, everyone. Say hi. Everyone say hi at once. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about uh, our favorites in science fiction, about Star Trek, uh, the upcoming movie, and we're going to talk about Heroes and Battlestar Galactica primarily. Maybe a little bit on some other topics, but those are the main ones I wanted to hit. And if we've got some time, go for about an hour. We'll talk about a few other things. The uh, I'm going to put the another little warning here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, TV shows, movies, and things that have some of them just have recently aired, at least in the United States, in the last week or two. So if you don't want any spoilers, if you're still spoiler-free and are not caught up on maybe Heroes or Battlestar Galactica, uh, you may want to wait and listen to this show at a later date if that uh, bothers you or if you're not caught up and you want to wait a little. Feel free to uh, to play it at a later date. So there's your warning. After uh, now, we're, it's fair game, so we're going to talk about... Uh, some things. So, Star Trek to begin with the the new movie coming out on Christmas Day, two thousand and eight, and we'll just oh, kind of oh, keep oh. this sort of uh, free for all. But uh, I just want to get everyone's the the last I'm hearing about it is they're going to just call this thing Star Trek. No subtitle, no uh, no number after it, no no nothing. This is supposed to be some kind of reimagining of. Star Trek and, you know, a young Kirk Spock tale is the, is the basic storyline that's floating around or the idea that they're going to do. What's everybody think about this? And, you know, just kind of whoever wants to jump in first, go ahead. Uh, what do you think about the idea? What do you think about these uh, the proposed actors that have been floating around for uh, possibly playing these roles? Everybody jump in at once or shall I go? Oh, it's me. <laughs> um, Matt Keogh's in here. Um, I think it's right that it should be um, just Star Trek and no numbers on it. Um, I think the whole idea behind it is that it's a, a restart from the beginning, so it can't be Star Trek 11, it's got to be just Star Trek. It's starting again. Uh-huh. It's trying to get... Um, as for the actors, I'm not too sure for the moment, but uh, it's, it's kind of interesting seeing names flown about. It's really hard getting it in your head, all these... Um, all these parts that you've heard about before, just in the faces of new actors, it's, it's really weird to think about. Anybody else? This is Jen, and um, I am looking forward to the movie simply because it's Star Trek. I will watch it for that reason and that reason alone. But I am concerned that maybe Matt Damon playing the role of Captain Kirk will be more like Matt Damon playing William Shatner playing Captain Kirk. And how will that come across, you know, to yeah. audience members who are fellow Star Trek fans? Are, is that going to be like a um, Saturday Night Live skit, or is yeah. it going to be a performance? The yeah, world might, might come off a little as, as a humorous <laughs> thing. <laughs> We're not quite sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a tricky thing, I think, to, uh, to do. You know, to to play uh, a role that's so identified with a particular actor, I I wouldn't want to do it at, at all. That's for sure. Anyone else got a mm -hmm. uh, opinion about the movie uh, or you know anything about the actors that they're talking about? This is this is Moyer uh, over in Aberdeen uh, and uh, Rick Moyer. And every uh, time you say you're in Aberdeen, I always think you're in like Scotland. Hi, this is okay, Rick. Well, I'm, in, I'm in Scotland. I'm in Aberdeen. This is Rick Moyer over in Aberdeen. We're having a good time here with Irish Springs. No, sorry. 
anyway, um, I think it's going to be great. I, I can't wait to see the movie. Um, I just think it's going to be cool because I feel a lot more comfortable now that I've read the articles on the people that wrote the script, that they're Trekkies, and that J.J. Uh, Abrams, he's got, you know, he loves Star Trek. I think it's going to be a lot better that way. I was really nervous they were going to just, like, go outside the box and just, like, totally ruin the universe. And I was pretty upset about that at first. But, hey, it looks like they have some good people involved, and I think it's going to be a great story, and, and it should be really fun. And I can't wait to go to the big screen and watch it and eat popcorn and smile a lot and go back several times. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a big uh, challenge, that's for sure. Anyone else uh, got an opinion? Uh, yeah. Hi, this is this is Picard, Sam. Um, I'm kind of wondering, are they gonna try and do it like? Are they gonna like gloss it over the way Enterprise just looked so nice? Like the technology in Enterprise was older, but it just looked really nice. Um, are they going to do yeah. that with TOS, or are they going to make it like look really like quaint? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I've I've read a the little bit that I read was just that you know they say well we understand it it's got to look sort of in the era of you know the the TOS time frame to some some level, but they also realize they can't make you know styrofoam rocks and mm. you know the the kind of sets and things they've got to change it to some degree. So it, it's a good. It's a good point. It's it's a good uh, thing that they're going to have to watch very carefully. I know they're going to have a big budget for it, so we'll have to see how they what they end up doing with that. It's you've got to. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. There there have been some examples of them doing that in, in other TV and movies when they bring them back, and it's it's very tricky to do. Anyone else? I think I think they should do it all in the '70s motif and and like make the entire. Enterprise of Disco. I think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that recent... Give, give Kirk an afro. Yeah, sorry. That recent Star Trek... Uh, <laughs> there's a recent Star Trek comic book. Uh, they've re relaunched the Star Trek comic, and the, the second issue that's out, there's actually a scene. Uh, it's set in the TNG time frame, but Beverly Crusher is in, it goes in the holodeck, and she's like in a 1970s disco. I'm not sure why. I guess she, she likes to dance. Yeah, she's, Are you uh, sure she just didn't visit uh, Buck Rogers Universe? I, I don't know. That's what I it was. Wilma in her spandex. Expect to see Tweaky pop out. Anybody else? Kenny, do you want to pop in with some comments about the movie? Sure. I agree with Jen. I'm going to go see it just because it's Star Trek. But... I think if they reimagine, they should just start from scratch and start with a new cast and a new, you know, a new ship. I just can't see them recreating or reimagining Kirk, Spock, and the original gang. Um, but like I said, I'll see it anyways. I'm just a little leery about them. They're what they're calling reimagining. Yeah, that's that's uh, well, you know, maybe the only thing that just popped into my head. We'll talk about Galactica in a little bit, but. You know, maybe they're taking that idea, you know, but I think there's no way that they can change Star Trek uh, as much as Galactica changed from the original series. I mean, they only had, yeah. uh, you know, one year of Galactica on, basically. So, there, you know, there were fans and there are fans of that show, but to, to take Star Trek and twist it in half like that, like they did, and I like both the old and the new Galactica, but I think you got to be really careful. I don't think you can change it that much, you know, so yeah, I... I'm really kind of a little make surprised. Like Spock a, make Spock like a woman, and 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, that that would create a whole new set of uh, interesting. Uh, you know, we we'd have our first R rated, our first R rated Star Trek film. Yeah, no, you you know what it should have been, don't you? It should the brand new movie should have been Star Trek Tiberius. Yes, I agree. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they now, just Captain Gilbert Bell. They've got a lot of opportunities. They could have made something completely new. You know, completely fresh. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are still hoping for something with Deep Space Nine or Voyager or TNG some more, and that's all good. Well, I but, know for a fact yeah. that when they were thinking about doing Enterprise, they were thinking about doing Enterprise as well. They wanted about three or four different options. Yes. So they, they, they do have the ideas already in the works, but elsewhere, it's just, just whether they go go with it or not. Yeah, we'll have to see. The uh, You know, it's... It's got a lot of potential for being both good and bad, I think, and I I, I do like J.J. Abrams. I think he can do a good job with with things, mm-hmm. and, and he does a good job with, uh, I really like Mission Impossible, what he did on that. Uh, actually, I think he does a better job when he does movies than he does TV shows. I think he's he's good out of the gate, and he's good to start with, but I, I'm not sure about, you know, Lost has kind of started to sort of meander a little, and... Uh, Alias did the same thing, which he worked on a little at the end, the last couple of seasons. So we'll see. Do, do people think this is a? I think there was a post on the forums, which I didn't get a chance to look at uh, real well yet. But do people think this is going to lead to a to a either a series of films in in the early young Kirk and Spock time, or a a TV series in that era? What what do people think about that? I hope this is dark. Um, this is dark moment, and I just. Um, think that maybe it will, maybe it not. I just hope it'll be completely uh, new so some guy who never watched Star Trek can get into it. Yeah, that's a good point. I know they've they've said that they want to mm-hmm. do that. You know, they want to try to make it something that would appeal to to everybody uh, rather than just the, the people who, you know, wear pointed ears and go to work in their uniforms, you know, that are out there. So. <laughs> but none of us do that. So. What? You don't no. do that? No. <laughs> I actually did that once on Halloween. I actually did that uh, a long, long time ago. Anyone else? What uh, do you mean, Rick? I, I, I'm wearing my Star Trek pajamas now. <laughs> well, that's... Well, I'm not, uh, but still. <laughs> that's, why this is just, that's why this is just an audio conference, not a video conference. Sure. <laughs> Anybody else on the on the on the movie or this this idea of maybe a, a new TV show spinning off from it or something else? Anyone else? Well, for sure, if if this is Ricky, and I'm sorry, I won't I won't hog the conversation, but if, for sure, if the movie does well, I'm sure that there's going to be some possibilities if, if if they realize they can capitalize on that, then hopefully it'll go in our favor and they will start a TV show. May may not be with the same characters um, or the same actors, but uh, hey, here's hoping. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not certain. Sorry, Rico. No, go ahead. No, I'm not certain about a TV show coming from it. I, I, the general trend nowadays seems to go the other way, um, with TV shows that are ending going into movies rather than the other way around that it used to be. Um, I think the more chance that we've got is if it does do quite well, getting other subsequent movies out of it. Um, because if they say they are having a big uh, budget for this the cast is going to be of the calibre that aren't going to transition well to um, a series format, um, not in a weird structure. Particularly Matt Damon. Yeah, particularly Matt Damon. 
Um, so you, you've got to keep that in mind. But it, it's something that I dare say you could get more movies out if it was of good enough quality. Yeah, that's uh, it is. I can't see them doing a movie, especially if they get some of the actors they're talking about, and then making a TV series in that same time frame. That that doesn't make sense to me. I think maybe they're they're probably thinking mainly to to do a series of movies, perhaps in that same time frame, a young Kirk and Spock series of movies, and then do a TV show at some point, maybe with uh, a completely different idea. I, I don't see the two being connected myself, at least right now. Mm. Anybody else on, on the Star Trek topic? Yeah, this is Jen. Um, I agree with Matt. I think they're going to avoid the TV show for a long time. It's It just seems like the, the most recent one wasn't given a fair shake, and it and it ended pretty soon, you know, quickly. And I think they'll probably stay in the movie realm for quite a while before they ever attempt another TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just jump in there, Jen, and be a bit controversial and say that I honestly think they need to leave the TV show for a little bit. Because yeah. myself, I was rather disappointed with Enterprise. It, it was a good show in its own right, but it wasn't Star Trek, and it wasn't what Star Trek needed to continue the franchise. And to be honest, in some ways, in order for me to watch it and actually be happy with it, I have to think in my head that it's alternate universe and that it doesn't fall within the timeline, because otherwise it just it just doesn't slot into this, the whole franchise in my head. Um, I really do think they made a mistake going backwards in time rather than carrying on after the Deep Space Nine and the Voyager because they'd created such a rich atmosphere that they could fall into. And then they decided to block themselves into a storyline in the past where they couldn't do anything huge because it had all already happened. So, so what you're I saying is they'd make a mistake of going back again for a series. You, you don't have a Jonathan Archer, uh, I love Jonathan Archer pin <laughs> on your jacket, in other words. <laughs> Just couldn't help. No. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a tricky thing to go back and to try to fill in. I mean, look at the uh, I'll get don't want to get off too much, but on a tangent. But the uh, you know, look what happened with the Star Wars series when you take a uh, a pretty classic, amazing, and very popular series. You know, the the original uh, trilogy of Star Wars films, and then you try to fill in the blanks or fill in the pieces and go backwards with it and it was very difficult to do that and it you know it it didn't really work out i don't think most fans really are as happy with those as they were with the originals and you know when you know everything that's kind of going to happen even not exact details but you know certain people have to stay alive and it's just it's a hard thing you've already painted yourself kind of into a corner a little bit so it's it's not the best i could see doing it with maybe one movie like this i'm okay with that but to do a series of them or a series again that's that's in this time frame, I, I don't know. That might not be so good. This is Dark Molar Man again, and um, the whole Enterprise thing, um, I just liked it because it was real good in graphics and stuff. And they did the same thing as Star Wars, where they did the old ones first, so I would get the whole saga confused thinking. Four, five, and six was one, two, and three because of the technology. But other than that, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, any anything else Star Trek related? And then we're, if uh, if not, we'll switch off onto uh, TV shows. Um, I uh, this is uh, Sam Picard. Um, I just recently got Enterprise on DVD, and I've been watching those. And I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, and I, I do understand why people can say that it just doesn't have the same feel as the rest of the Star Trek. But, uh, and, and that's fine, but even if you're gonna, I mean, you, you can still look at it as, like, a good show in itself, and I really do like it a lot, but I hate the way they kind of killed it off with, when they switched, um, when they switched it to Friday nights in the fourth season, um, they, they did that because they were trying to ease out the show, and they wanted to cancel it because the ratings had been falling which uh, was pretty much the first point in, in the Star Trek franchise when everything started to go under. And um, well, I'm not actually sure where I'm going with this. I just kind of forgot. Yeah, they, Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. They, they did the same thing on the original, you know, on the original series. They did the same thing when they were, they came back for that last year. They kind of put them in the graveyard yeah. time of, of Friday and, it's it's pretty typical TV strategy, you know. You're not going to use your best time slots for shows you think are on the way out. So yeah, that's it's a little disappointing that they end things, especially for those that you know are enjoying it and are still watching. To kind of treat it as like this, you know, ugly stepkid and stepchild, and sweep it under the rug a little bit. But um, it's you know, it had four years. I think people are catching it again now on the Sci-Fi Channel is rerunning it. The DVDs are out, so. That's the nice thing about these days, you know, unlike back when the original series was on, at least you have a you have a chance to catch up on stuff that you didn't maybe catch the first time around with, you know, the Internet and download uh, TV shows, DVDs. It's everywhere. So it's yeah. there's well, always find, another. Find, Go ahead. Well, for Enterprise, I always find if I eat some cat, uh, some fried pan or pan fried catfish and drink some sweet tea, I always get in the mood for Enterprise. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about pecan about pie? Yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, the pie. Yeah. pie. I always like to use a fork and a knife on my breadsticks now. You know, every time I eat, eat a breadstick, <laughs> that's right. I, I want to cut them up, you know. And, uh, <laughs> see, I'm really bad. You get the edges to water polo. I like to eat a lot that's of food. Right. Water polo. Here's a Rico disgusting habit, but I like to eat a lot of things with my hands. I don't. Silverware sometimes, <laughs> except soup. I don't I don't eat soup with my hands too much, but. Well, I hope not. <laughs> Gets all over your keyboard that yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's a little fun. hard. It gets you know, I, I lose too much of it. And cheese. Don't forget cheese for Porthos. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course not. I liked having a dog on the ship. I thought that was a cool idea. That was cool. It was. It was better. Than I, like. I I really liked the way he would always be recording his logs, and he'd be alone in his quarters, but there'd be Porthos, so you'd be able to really get inside of Archer's head when he'd say computer pause, and then he'd like contemplate with himself through and the dog. Yeah. Well, at yeah. least, yeah, at least like he wasn't really like, like Picard or, or any of the other captains and sitting there recording a log and, I, you fish. know, with, with nobody else around in the room. The Livingston. You, you know, yeah, exactly, with the fish. <laughs> did, they ever, did they ever call it Livingston on the TV show? I don't remember that. I don't know. I, I don't know where well, I heard they, the Livingston. They never really talked about the fish on the show. They, they talked about the fish in the last episode of Enterprise, which I don't yeah. even want to get into. Yeah. That was just so yeah, that, that, blasphemy. Yeah, well, it was, uh, it, it, they get some grand ideas, but I, I don't know. I just, yeah, we won't talk about that. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish that one would turn into, you know, they'd make another show one time, kind of like they did a follow-up uh, with Farscape after it was gone for a couple of years. And, and just, yeah, and just uh, everyone would find out that that last show of Enterprise, the last very last episode, was just a bad Definitely. dream. They, they, I'm, 
They could always do the oh. TNG, the geriatric years. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> they have done such good final episodes of all the other series. You know, TNG, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager right. had really had some great finales, especially the next Enterprise. generation. I just love that that final episode of the next generation. And, yeah, and then awesome. when it, you know, with Enterprise, yeah. it was just I like... I didn't like Voyager's ending. You didn't like oh, them getting back? No, oh, I did. What, they got home? I, I didn't like it. Yeah, they Still got home. My, my, my only problem with Voyager's ending was it, it felt like to me they got to the, season, the end of season seven of Voyager and then somebody in the script office went, oh my God, we're at the end of season seven. We haven't done the story arc. We'll just end it in an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. But, you know, they just, yeah. they still, uh, I still think they needed it. Enterprise deserved a little better send-off than that, but... Uh, oh, Enterprise I, definitely deserved a better send-off than that. It was terrible. Uh, I, mean, I still can't I mean, buy Will and Deanna. They just did not look like they were supposed to inside. Yeah. Uh, let's... That, uh, go ahead. Well, it's just... The, the whole thing with Trip dying... Uh, I really can't... I, I can't accept that, and I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to acknowledge that... that <laughs> That's that it. Let's do it right now. Let's go on strike. They really It kind of reminded me a little bit about how they got rid of... Uh, how they got rid of Tasha at, uh, you know, on Next Generation. It was so kind of, like, didn't really mean a lot. All of a sudden... Oh, oh with a tar monster. All of I know. The, he's, he, he's dead, you know. Yeah. He's dead now. And, uh, yeah, he kind of saved the captain, but it was just kind of like, oh, well, why did they even do that? You know, what was the point? They could have easily had that mm. thing happen, that little explosion happen, and him survive it. You know, there was no need for it. I don't know. I know I know there was a recent uh, Enterprise novel that somebody just wrote where it, it took place in the future of Enterprise, and uh, Trip was still alive. They just kind of didn't. They, they're, they're doing what I'm doing. They're just like not accepting the last yeah. episode. Yeah. Hey, let's. Uh, I want to switch off. Uh, <laughs> we've, we're moving move along a little bit. We've spent a pretty good amount of time on Star Trek, and but I want to switch uh, switch topics, and we're going to talk about heroes. And uh, again, awesome. we'll. Uh, I'm not sure how many have seen up to the very last episode that has aired, at least in the United States, up until this. The date of this podcast is is being recorded. But uh, lots of interesting things happening on this show, and it just, uh, at least for me, it just keeps getting better and better every week. And they're really, they really seem to know how to pace the story and pace the whole character development. And it's not too fast, it's not too slow, I don't think. And I really like what's happening, and I, I just, I'm really enjoying it. The only thing I'm a little worried about is some things I'm hearing now where they're gonna quite a bit of. Uh, changes and characters and stories for next year which might be a little tricky and with, with that much change it may disappoint some people if a lot of the characters change from year to year i don't know but but anyway what does uh you know for those that are uh, really loving heroes and watching it what do you guys all think about the last few episodes about that show and you know what do you think the good points the bad points uh, anyone want to start on the heroes topic i i can start if nobody objects sure go ahead all right, um, this is Sam, and uh, I have been following Heroes since I I've watched it through episode one, and it's probably my favorite show on TV right now. It's a great show, and the last the last two episodes have just been amazing. Um, the one 
not last week, but the week before, wasn't that they were in the Bennett house? And uh... yeah, yeah, the whole thing with okay, the Bennett yeah. and, the, and the horn horned rim glasses guy. Yeah, yeah, HRG, HRG. That man. was that was amazing. Um, one thing that kind of annoyed me was in the previews for next week when they were previewing that episode, they said like all your questions will be answered. Don't they but say that they, every week? This week. They, they didn't all really of your answer questions any of will questions. be answered. Yes. Tune in next <laughs> week. All of your questions. All of your new questions and all of your old questions will be answered every week. They yeah. do that on loss now too, even. It's it's why do they say that? I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, they they said they were gonna like we're gonna find out everything about uh HRG and like all that, but they really didn't didn't tell us anything. I've learned to pretty um, much ignore those guys, those promo guys. Whatever they're saying, I just yeah. ignore it. Such and such will die. Such and such will live. You'll learn everything about the show. You'll never have to watch again. You know, it's... Uh, come on. But it's it's just so, uh, The beauty of living in the UK and not having promos. <laughs> they never promo at the end of a show for you over there? That you never see, like, a, a coming no, up next No, I, I download week? it from... I download it from iTunes because I've managed to acquire myself a USA iTunes account, and there's no promos on iTunes. Oh, okay, okay, I, under- I understand. You know, I started watching Heroes, and and then uh, we watched almost all of it, and then I ran into this Haitian guy, and I cannot remember the plot right now for the last like <laughs> so, so I'm kind of yeah. All, all, all I remember is 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 yeah, going to sleep one night and waking up and not knowing, yeah. you know. What happened on Heroes? And I had to keep downloading it again and again. The milk. I don't understand. Do you have those uh, weird, weird marks on your on your neck? Yeah, they look like little bite marks. Yeah, I'm got those. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a vampire. It's I not. thought that was my cat. I had no idea. <laughs> Putting I it all together. Not right? my cat. There's something wrong with Nathan. He's painting pictures in his room right now. I don't know what's going on. Okay, who um, else? Who else wants to chime in about Heroes and, and what do you guys think about the uh, the the TV? Go ahead. Okay, um, the last episode was awesome, and since I don't want to give any spoilers away, it was just real good. Have, have we been cleared to, uh, to spoil away? Yeah, yeah I'm going to record another one. Spoilers, though. We've given the, the word on the show, so go ahead and talk about whatever you'd like. So we should, we should definitely be talking about Mohinder then. Um, wow. Yeah, I was, I was happy with him in the last episode. He did. He wasn't as dumb as I thought he was. <laughs> yes, Mohinder actually has a backbone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the the whole part where Skyler's cutting Peter Peter's head, you know he's gonna heal himself. You know he's like. You hurt. know what the best thing about that is, don't you? The best thing about Silo cutting Peter's head is that little bit of fringe at the front has come off. That's the most annoying <laughs> I, piece of hair in the entire world. Yeah, I, I love that little bit. Yeah, you know, he's got that. Didn't somebody who commented? What somebody commented one week about him and his and his like his like kid haircut? Who who said that? Was it the invisible guy that complained about his hair or something? That said, he was he wasn't trying to grow up or something like that. Somebody said something about his hair. It probably it probably was uh, Chris Eccleston's character is is oh he's fantastic. great. I, I love Eccleston. I love him. Such a good addition to the show. I'm yeah. really loving seeing him in there. Um, it's it's such a fresh addition, and I, I really like it. He plays the part really well. 
Yeah, he's he's, um, he's really good. Guy too. It, it, it was, he is. He's such a good, <laughs> such a talented guy. Sorry, yeah, I'm just getting Siler, jokes. My brain's not just, working. He's just so <laughs> bad. Siler um, is just so bad. I just, and that's what I think is great about this show is just that you know you really after whatever it's been 14, 15 episodes, you know you I find myself at least you really don't like the bad guys and you really like the good guys a lot. Yeah. And for a well, show, to me at least, uh, at least to me, that's what gets me hooked into a show, is is yeah, how much true. I care about the characters or how much I I I like hate the bad guys. And this yeah. one, this show really does a good job at doing that, at least for me. Go ahead, Kenny. Yeah. Um, I really, I I agree with you pretty much with most of that about how, like, a lot of the the good characters are really likable, but uh, well. More, to add something else to that, um, I think it's pretty cool that whenever the characters do something that might be like questionable, um, and you're kind of unsure about it, and then the episode just ends. Next week, they always do something to like redeem that character, uh-huh. and yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, Kenny, did you have, you have something there? Were you were you chiming in on something on Heroes? I know you watched. Yeah, it. I was. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 obviously I'm a huge Heroes fan. I've seen it since Comic-Con. I saw the pilot episode. And uh, I agree, it's just, it's a great series. My my favorite thing about it is that with, like, the horn glass guy, you know, you weren't sure if he was good or if he was bad. And then you're for sure he's bad. But now you're like, well, is he good? And then it all ends up, he actually was a good guy. You know, now he's going against the company. And I just like the, the twists and turns because you honestly don't have a clue if his characters are good or bad until, you know, yeah. he may turn out being bad at the end, but he's good oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, that, that whole scene, the, the, the Bennett episode with him, and then and then when he had to say goodbye to Claire, I mean, gosh, um, I, I was dying. I had to go reach for the Kleenex, you know? It was like, yeah. oh, go yeah. You feel so bad for Mr. Bennett at the end of that episode. You, you've yeah. been wondering what the hell he's been doing for, you know, for every single episode up to then. You've been thinking that he's been screwing over every single other character, and then all of a sudden you just feel so bad for him. Yeah, And exactly. I, I love the way that heroes can play around with your emotions like that. It can make you think one thing, and then all of a sudden it can change your opinions on the character in a second, just by yeah. something that yeah. you didn't hear. Yeah, there was, a, there was another one with that. Petrelli's uh, mom. Yeah. I always thought she was evil and mean. And mm. then all of a sudden, last week's episode, I'm like, oh my god, I like her. She's been protecting Claire all this time. Right, and she obviously... And the higher authority that um, the Haitian said he was reporting to, I bet it's her. It yeah. is her. He's, he's, that's what I was... Yeah. Said, yeah. I'm reporting to a higher authority that's got more of an interest in your well-being. It's her. It's just yeah. it's such a big twist. Yeah, it's neat how they bring in characters that you were you just thought were just these, you know, oh, that's just Peter and, and Nathan's mom or whatever, and now she's got a much bigger role in things. I like how they do that. Uh, mm. That's kind of a classic comic book. Uh, I like the actress that plays her. She's a really good actress. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing, just on a side tangent, did people that people may, may or may not have noticed, um, everybody knows what happened to Peter Patrell at the end of this, uh, the latest episode. Do you remember way back when Peter Petrelli met um, the future hero on the train? Oh, right. And yeah. hero didn't recognize him. And the quote was, I'm sorry about your scar. He's got his scar now. 
Oh, right, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Interesting. that. Yeah, I remember they've been oh, talking about that on, on a couple of websites wow. about the scar thing. Full circle, we have come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jen, are you caught up on, on Heroes? Do you have a, a Unfortunately, I've never seen a single episode oh, of Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. What are you now, doing? Oh, I, can only keep up. I can only keep up with one series a week, and that would be Battlestar Galactica. So. All right. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But when you get a chance, uh, I you know, know. when the DVDs come out or download them, you, you know, I think you definitely would like it. Yeah, hey, that's Rico? what Matt was saying. Anyone else? Uh, Rico, go ahead. I, I was reading, um, I think, Sci-Fi Magazine the other day. And they had this lengthy article about heroes, uh, and there was uh-huh. a big Q and A section. And I know that um, some somebody asked them, "Are we ever going to get to see future hero um, anymore? Will, will the series ever get to that point?" And they were like, "Yeah, that's scheduled for episode twenty right now." Ooh. So that's not really that far away. We're on like episode sixteen or so, right? Yeah, I've also heard that. I heard that he's going to be in in a pretty big part of of one of the the last, or maybe I don't know if it's the very last, but one of the upcoming episodes. He's going to be in it quite a bit. So that'll be interesting. Ooh, yeah. Well, they they just you know what happened in the last one there again. It's a spoiler, but we've already announced that earlier a few times. But you know they uh, Ando and and uh, Hero they they sort of flash forward to the future. Uh, it's hard to tell how much they are in the future, but. They're they're past the point where New York gets kind of toasted, so uh, they've obviously mm-hmm. got to go back or do something. Uh, Hero's got the sword; he's got his powers back and all. So uh, that that was interesting. I thought when they did that, you, you know, they have to go fight. back via the Jurassic Edge, though. Yeah, uh, maybe. Hero's got to fight a dinosaur. Is uh, no, no, he did that. He already did the, that. Oh yeah, I no, no. If if you look at the painting. If you look at the painting, Hero is holding the sword up to the T-Rex, and the sword is unsheathed. When he did it in the uh, museum, the sword was sheathed, and it was the fake sword, so he's still got to do it. Well, there's a, yeah. uh, here's, that's cool. a, that brings up kind of an interesting point that other people could, we can comment on, but, you know, that any time on a, on a TV or, or a movie thing, and, and Heroes, you know, where there's a time travel element to it, I, I'm kind of under the impression and, and I have the idea or opinion that what hero, what we've seen and what's happened in the future in the past and all mixed up doesn't necessarily have to happen exactly the same way again. You mm. know what I mean? I mean, we're, yeah, he, he's got to have the ability to change things. Maybe I hope so. At least some things haven't, he hasn't been able to stop, but they have altered. He has altered the way things have come out, you know, like with the whole uh, episode with him and the girl at the, the waitress girl? Yeah, darling. Right, that that kind of, the, the end of it turned out the same, but he changed it a little bit. So mm. I'm not sure that everything has to happen exactly the way he is, that they've they've seen it so far, but who knows? That was so sweet, that little storyline with the waitress. I, I loved her, she was a really good Oh character. yeah, that, that was another one of those episodes that just, you know, sucks you in, and then it just kind of punches you in the gut at the end of it with what happens, so... Mm. We've been talking about the plot a lot about this, but you know, this show is cinematically amazing. I mean, you oh, watch it; it's, it's, it's like, brilliant. It's like having a movie every week. It's so solid in its special effects and its its oh, cinematography. Definitely. I'm just I'm blown away by the the quality. Yeah, of this. In, the, yeah. in Company Man, 
when uh, at the end of the episode where Claire's coming out after she's been um, completely and utterly burned away by the radiation, oh, the, the transition from her being practically a, a, an irradiated skeleton being right back to herself. I've, I've not seen such production quality, such post-production quality in a TV series pretty much ever. Yeah, yeah, they do it good. And I, it, it, the thing I like, too, is they just they don't overdo it, though. You know, they, they, uh, it isn't, the effects are used when they need to use them to show them with their different powers and, and things like that. So they don't uh, overdo it. So I, I like that it's The just... only effect Go ahead. that I don't like so far is the lady who's got the mystique power, uh, the um, change into anybody uh, power, the, the, the last that's just come oh, in. Oh, right. So I she don't can like change the... her look or whatever she does. Yeah, it kind of warps the entire room around her when she does it. It just looks a bit silly. But I, also, you don't know if she's actually changing or if she's, yeah. cha- or she's altering the minds of people seeing her. Well, that's so a good point. Her whole surroundings. I was thinking well, about I, it. I, that, that is a good point. I'd not thought of that. If the uh, mind well, reader if, guy would fall for her or not. If Matt Parkman, the cop who can read minds, if, if she would be able to ooh. fool him. I don't think she'd be able to fool him. I mean, the whole room starts doing that when I change personalities. I mean, if it happens <laughs> for me, I'm sure it can happen on there. Yeah, well, it was, uh, it, it's, uh, it, you know, I've read, I did a, that recent comic book podcast, but, I mean, I've read comics for a long time, and to me, this is the best uh, sort of televised or TV version, live version of, of kind of a comic book kind of storyline with those kind of characters. And I, I don't mean that really like they're, you know, they're fighting, you know, they're superheroes in spandex fighting other bad guys in spandex, but just the kind of things that I like about comics, the characters and intricate stories, you know, storylines that all kind of weave together, uh, all that kind of stuff, that good, the good stuff that's in comics, I really think they've pulled off well. And, you know, they've got quite a few people that have worked in the comic industry working on, on heroes. So that, that, that really comes out, I think. And if, uh, for people that like comics, it's definitely a great show. Anyone else about Heroes before we switch off to uh, Battlestar Galactica? Well, we should talk about Mohinder, probably. Sure. We haven't... Yeah, go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if... I, I know uh, my friend and I, we watch Heroes, and then we always discuss it the next day. And pretty much up until the last episode, the last, like, two episodes... Well, not the last two, the last, the last episode. We've just been really, like, annoyed with Mohinder because he's always, like, two steps behind everybody else and he's always making these, like, ten-minute monologues about, like, destiny and good and evil and you have no idea what he's actually, like, saying. Right, and, right, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> so we, um... We were, uh, pretty happy when in the last episode when we saw him uh, get a little smarter and, and we saw that he actually kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, he, got, but he then, got smarter, but he got not quite smart enough. I know, know? I know. It that was, was like, the thing, was that we were watching it and uh, and then it, remember when, uh, when Siler fell over and uh, he actually called me, my friend called me, and he's like, oh my God, that was amazing. And, and then at the end of the episode when Siler like did his telekinesis got thing. free yeah then, yeah yeah then the next day we're like oh never mind Mohinder's not so smart <laughs> yeah so, well, um, it's it's one of those things where the guy's got to get away so i mean 
it was good that he realized yeah. it wasn't really the, the other guy who was impersonating the he thought he was uh that other hero but that the fact that he you know he had to get away somehow so that that's yeah. kind of a I'm kind of wondering with with Siler and the telekinesis part do you think he actually has to see things to move them I'm wondering if somebody blindfolded him if he'd be able to do that stuff or not what do you guys think um, would he still have his telekinetic probably. stuff? Would he be able to look and, and move things around? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm wondering how he would have incapacitated well, him if he, he would blind. He'd probably him. have his. Well, he'd have his power, but he'd probably be running into things, you know, or, or not getting. The, I'm sorry. You probably. Are you referring to where he switched the little IV thing? Well, right. I'm wondering if he had blindfolded him there, if if he wouldn't have been able to do that, if he actually has to look at something to move it. Like he he cut mm. off that uh, whatever drip that was supposed to keep him incapacitated. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. He's gone. He's out. He's <laughs> he's after Nathan, and Nathan and him are gonna have a a knockdown drag out, and Nathan's gonna wipe the floor up with him. I hope so. Well, he's gonna he's gonna end up killing Isaac, probably. Remember? You, you, probably what's he's gonna said, have to back. happen in the next episode, and 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 I do want to say at the very before we're done with heroes. I, I'm really frustrated that the show is not coming back for like six weeks or whatever. I mean, yeah, oh, that's you know, so annoying. They gotta stop doing that <laughs> stuff. They gotta stop doing this whole like, okay, here's a couple episodes. Oh, we're gone for a while. Oh, we teased you. Oh, we're coming back. No. <laughs> yeah, they gotta stop. The Sci-Fi that, Channel's but... fault is that they started doing that. They're the ones that started putting breaks on series. That's why I like 24. It comes back in January and doesn't end till it's over. You know, they just they run straight <laughs> through and, and and TV people and and there's there's a lot of reasons for all of this, but I think they're really finally finally starting to find out this year and they found out with Lost a little bit and and that you can't just keep people like this, you know, drag it out like mm. this because they also know unlike TV from 10, 20 years ago, you, you don't have to catch it the first time. It'll be on downloads, on iTunes, it'll be on DVD. So if you really want the people there to, the ratings to stay up, you have to keep them satisfied. And you can't keep messing around with the schedules and the times and, and the weeks it's on. So uh, Heroes has got a pretty big audience right now, and I know people will still come back in, a, in six weeks. But it's, uh, it's just kind of awkward, and I, I wish they wouldn't have to do it. Anyone else Agreed. about so the... So at the end of Heroes... Sorry, go on. Go ahead. Anyone? Yeah, that's uh, good. What, well, uh, I, yeah, it's a... Go ahead. Did you have one more thing to say, Sam? Yeah, I... Well, I just... I, I think that maybe we should comment on Mohinder always having, like, such a perfectly groomed, like, 5 o'clock shadow. Always. Oh, I, well. I, well, that's the razor heat. It's a special razor. Come on. Yeah, I think he learned yeah, that from. Uh, I think he learned that from Doctor House. <laughs> from Doctor House on he the show. Uh, he learned it from Doctor House and from the uh, from back in the eighties. The guys on Miami Vice. That's where he learned that. That's, from. that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's. Okay. Um, it, it, there's a lot of guys that do that on these TV shows. That you know, number three. on a completely side note, when I, I watched, I don't usually watch it very much, but I watched the Oscars a few weeks back, and you know they're talking to these guys and Tobey Maguire. The guy I know has it like a baby face, and I love him in Spider-Man. But, man, you know, you're at the Oscars. You know, why don't you shave at least? I don't know if anybody <laughs> saw that, but, I, I mean, it, doesn't, doesn't have to. it really does not make you look any older or tougher, I'm telling you. 
It's not attractive either, Rico. All right, good. I, I was hoping you'd chime in on that because, you know, there's, there's one thing to, to be like, okay, you know, it's Saturday. I didn't feel like it, whatever. But, I mean, you're at the Oscars. Come on. Could, could you at least, you know, you got a tuxedo on, but you, you look like you just rolled out of bed after a, a long night out. Petitioning. Yeah, petitioning is called the Whiskers, not the Oscars. Yeah, so. Uh, That's kind of like. It was just kind of Peter Jackson. Ugly. Well, he, Peter, where he kind of has at least a beard. I mean, at least he's got uh, that guy's. Uh, he looks like Wolverine. He's got hair everywhere. I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> he looks pretty gross most of the time. Actually, though, he's 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 trimmed down a lot. You know, since his Lord of the Rings days, he's looking. Uh, you know, he, he lost a lot of weight, and uh, you know, he, he's uh, he's a little more. Uh, you know these crazy movie directors. I mean, look at them all. They they all got uh, crazy hair, beards, stuff like that. I don't know what it is, but I guess it goes with the territory. So let's uh, yeah, let's get on to uh, Battlestar Galactica. A huge, huge thing happened in the last episode last week. And again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler warning. Um, so we're gonna let Jen take this one first. Battlestar Galactica, Jen, go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, a Let certain fighter jock bit the big one. Uh, or, the or did she? Or did she? Or did she? I, what do you think? Yeah. Tell us what you think, Jen. What do I think? I think she's going to be back because they need her on the show. But then again, Ron Moore, in his podcast, uh, I think he was going for something shocking that no one was expecting because it's never been done in television before. So I don't know. I'm confused. I... I don't know. You pro- probably know from uh, reading my post in the forum. She's not my favorite character anyway. Um, no, she's not so really, I don't really that likable, really. I mean, she she really isn't that likable of a character. No, and it's really not the actress's fault. And I think that the character is, should be that way. It's just not the type of person I would like in real life. So <laughs> right, I don't right. like her much. But, yeah, that was... Her tattoos are cool. But... Anyway, yeah, it was it was quite a shock. I wasn't expecting that, and um, I can't wait to see what they do with it. But I'm afraid there's only a few episodes left, and we may not hear anything else about Starbuck until next season. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of what I think might happen. Yeah. I, I have a feeling they're going to keep it dangling. Maybe we'll get a tiny little tease or something in the last episode. They're only doing 19 episodes too this season. You know, with mm-hmm. their their split season, whatever you want to call it, season three or season, you know, whatever. The, the, they're only doing 19, which I think they've only got three left now. And yeah. instead of that, they, is that right? Isn't that right, Kenny? Don't they usually do yeah. 20, though? Haven't they done 20? 20? Yeah, 20 to 21 is normal. Right, and they're, they're, they're cutting it by one episode this year. And, I, and they've only been renewed for, what, 13 or 14 13 episodes? 13 episodes. Yeah, yeah 13 for next episodes year. next year. So, so who else wants to comment about uh, Starbucks uh, Viper blowing up? Was she in it? Was she really blown up? What do you guys think? I think they faded well, it. Uh, no, I think. They, Go ahead, Kenny. Okay, you may. Um, I think I think she's dead. I do. I think Starbuck, as we know her, is dead. Um, she w- probably won't be back for the re- remaining of the season. But I, um, her story's not over. You know, they they talked about her being so much more and she's done it before and all the you know all the her destiny yeah uh, overtone yeah i think she'll come back as some sort of god or you know she'll guide galactica to earth or 
Some, somehow they're going to bring her back, but she definitely won't be back at Starbucks. Is she a Cylon? Is she just a toaster like the rest? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that would be too simple. I mean, that's you know, too easy. Yeah, that's yeah, what everybody's obviously thinking. Yeah. They're thinking that well, all these people die on the show. Sharon, how many times has she died? And, and numbers uh, is it number six? Why do I always get confused? Oh, no. Yeah, seven was mm-hmm. on Voyager. Six is on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> they got to come up with five for the next sci-fi show. She's six of twelve. Yeah, just remember that. So uh, you know, they, they, all the all these uh, you know. And they did kind of comment, Ron Moore's podcast, they talked about the women angle in his show. But, you know, you're starting to notice that he doesn't seem to like women very much because he's always killing them off. (laughs) That's just a little joke. I I don't think he really thinks that. that, But, I mean, how many of the guys have died on the show and and how many of the women? Let me think. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think very many of the guys Hmm. have died. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But, uh no, anyone else? Uh, what do, what other opinions about the the fate of uh, of Carith uh, race of Starbuck are out there? What do you guys? What are your uh, uh, thoughts on what? How is she going to come back? And and as what? Anybody else, Rick? Well, um, go ahead. Dark Lord, man. Go ahead, um, Warren. I actually don't watch Battlestar. I got lost, but she's probably going to be. The Cylon, or she's probably going to uh, do some Michael Shanks, uh, what's his name? Oh, like Daniel an, Jackson. Um, yeah, he'll come um, back as like this ascended being, or uh, yeah, some celestial being that will help them guide them to Earth or something. Yeah, or just say hi and leave, like how Michael Shanks did in almost all his episodes. Thing, right. Uh, being, well, it is science fiction, so they can they can do a lot of different things. Obviously, there there's a lot of uh, you know, heck, they watch uh, or if anyone watches that show, Desperate Housewives. I mean, they got people that have been on that that are on that show that have been dead since the first episode that just narrate the show. So it's mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of things they can do. But uh, what else? Uh, what do you guys think about the whole Baltar trial thing? Do you think this is just is it a? It seems like a waste of time. I mean, this guy is like, you know, bad. Guilty. Why, why don't they just dump him <laughs> off at the nearest planet? And just move on. I, I don't. I don't. So, yeah. I'm so over it. Yeah. He's got to go air, airlock surfing. That's right. Yeah. I mean, why? No, they're keeping him around so he could write comic books for other people to read. I mean, I like his yeah, character, right. but the, you know, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, they're at war. He collaborated with the enemy. He's a traitor. Uh, you kill him. I mean, I hate to say I it. I, I, he's no, an interesting. Let's get the commander's son to defend him. That's what we. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're gonna do. Out what's, of the blue. What's up with that? The guy that lost all the weight in about two weeks and was gonna have to go up there and defend the. He he, he was on time. the Galactica Slim Fast uh, diet or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Space diet. Yeah. So I mean, do you, do you guys? What do you think about this trial? I mean, is it just gonna end up that they're gonna like do this trial and he's gonna they're gonna stick him in a cell somewhere forever? I mean, what could be the final? outcome of it. I, I don't know. They're going to let him off with a warning. Yeah. They'll slap yeah. him on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to deliver you back to the Cylons at the nearest, you know, outpost wherever we run into them at. And mm-hmm. I thought a cool plot twist would have been to bring in that what was it, John Galicos, the, the guy that played Boltar originally and have him do the uh, some courtroom scenes, you know, some some type of person. But I, didn't he die? I think he, yeah, I think he did die. I think die. he's gone, yeah. I think he died, That's but because he was cool, I like the original Baltar better. 
Yeah, this guy's a little, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to find out exactly what it is up with why he sees six in his head and why she sees him in his head. Do you, do you think that Baltar is one of uh, is a Cylon or one of these final five or, or what do people think about that? They they keep really heavily pushing that idea, that's for sure, which it makes me not believe it. Is. You don't I think don't he think is, Rick? Is. No, I, I think he's just a psycho and yeah. a good one. Yeah, well, he's yeah. A, he's it's a more interesting actor. that way. I, I love his 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 uh, what he does with the part. I mean, I think that James uh, Callis is his name. I, he's a great actor. There was a friend of mine. That's also on the forums. Who's a friend in real life, Mark? But uh, he was convinced that the guy, the actor playing Baltar on the new Battlestar, was the same. Uh, was Doctor Bashir from Deep Space Nine? The no, same. I'm just going to say that he has the I, same inflection. I mean, they do. Yeah. Don't they look alike a lot in the way they, they do talk? look alike? Yeah. yeah. He was but, probably a stunt double, is what it was. Yeah, he, and I said, it. no, they're they're similar. But Where's I said, that guy over here. Well, he, he's uh, actually Bashir uh, Alexander Sadig is on uh, 24 this season. Well, he's not anymore. Yeah. He just yeah. got blown up. Here's a, yeah, here's Oops. a 24 spoiler. spoiler. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he blew up, too. It, it seems to be, you know, I didn't watch that. they seem to be doing that this year, They're blowing everybody up. They don't just shoot him anymore. They just Nate, Nathan's they, mad at me now because I told him who died. He hasn't watched that episode yet. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, I'm sorry, sorry, son. <laughs> It wasn't him. It was the president. Oh, they all the president. Everybody dies except for Jack Bauer, anyway. That's right. Yeah, yeah. go Jack. And at the end of the episode, they all turn into giraffes. <laughs> well, sure. if, if Ron Moore was running uh, twenty-four, Jack would have died back in about season two or so, I think. So, uh, yeah. and Jack would have been a woman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Yes, that, that would have killed him. Yeah. <laughs> well, give, and, him, uh, give him and, about uh, ten years, and he'll, uh, he'll do like twenty-four of the next generation, and, and it'll be about. It'll be like Jill Bauer. We had Jack Jack Bauer. Now we have Jill no. Bauer. Well, Chloe have a, would have been. He does have a daughter on the show, so you know. Although she's she's fairly lame as a character, so I don't see her ever being a, a Kim. Guy. Yeah, Kim. You know, uh, if Mountain Cougar Kim, we call her. If I can get yeah, that's right. If I can get to my foster room to seven seasons, they can have a box set released called Twenty Four Seven. Oh, oh, excellent. that's oh, very good. They're only very good. Do they only have, is this the sixth year? Or the yeah, I think this is year six, so they only have to get one more season out for that. Yeah, boy, that yeah, there's somebody in marketing that's just like eating that. The week box set. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> but Battlestar. Yeah, that's um. There's been a lot of uh. I think this season, for me at least, from Battlestar has, has been a lot different than than the previous ones. They've you know, they do sometimes each season do some of these sort of like character shows, but I don't know. I kind of find the last few episodes, except maybe the one with, with Starbuck and, the, and that one, which except for the very end of it, I, I, I enjoyed a lot. I, I still think it's, I don't know. I think they have big plans for her character. I think she is going to come back as something else and something that'll be critical to the show, but it, it did seem a little cheap, actually, what they did there. It just seemed like a big, oh, look, we're going to kill somebody. Hey, no one does that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but maybe what I was gonna, maybe they just this year okay. seems quite a bit of. Uh, I really love the first few episodes with Caprica and how they got out of there, and then they just kind of almost they, they seem to go from like sixty miles an hour to like zero, and they had these all these little shows on the ship, and you know, hey, let's start a union. Hey, let's let's do, you know, let's have somebody locked in the airlock. Uh, hey, let's you know, I mean, it's like, eh, it's okay, and I know why they got to slide some of those kind of cheaper shows in there that don't cost them a lot to make, but. It's hard when the other shows, the way they start off, was so big. Um, but I'm still liking it. I still love the show. I watch every week. But 
as I don't long really as they don't like bring the in new time slot. G. I don't. Does anyone have a problem with the new time slot on on at yeah. least in the states? It's showing a. They moved it from Friday evening to to Sunday night, and yeah, I, I, just, I never watch it live anymore. I always TiVo it and watch it the next day. Sci-fi Friday. I yeah. have to watch it live because Angela always spoils it for me. Hi, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I know she'll be listening, and she's gonna ring me. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, that is one of those things you got to watch out for with with even either whether it's friends or you hop on the internet or on the forums and stuff, and yeah, you know about spoilers for things that have just happened. But uh, I I missed the Friday night lineup of Stargate and Battlestar all being on it on that night because uh, you know us sci fi geeks we don't go out on Friday nights anyway, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, a couple things. Let's uh, let's unless someone else had something on Galactica more to mention. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, movies and one that I'm going to go see tomorrow, and I want to know people's thoughts on before we kind of wrap it up. But I'm going to go see that uh, 300 movie tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. Uh, has oh, anyone yeah. actually had Ooh, a chance to see that. chance to see it yet? Is there anyone listening or talking here? Listening? <laughs> that won't help. Is uh, <laughs> is anyone here? seen it yet or planning on seeing it soon 300 i'm no, planning on seeing it yeah yeah going tomorrow i still, I still want to see it. Yeah. what is it about rico it, it's basically a story of uh 300 spartans uh holding back uh the you know massive persian army it's a, it's an historical event it actually did happen uh but the the twist on this a little bit is frank miller uh, uh, a very well-known comic book uh writer he he did a comic uh version of this called 300 because it's about 300 spartans and this i'm not sure exactly when it was first released it's been out for quite a long time but they took this his images his version of this story and almost sort of rid it just kind of recreated it in in movie form it's very stylized kind of like what they did with that movie sin city a little bit uh also the uh Captain, uh, the World of Tomorrow. What was that movie called? Uh, the one with Jude Law. Sky Captain. Sky Captain. Sky Captain. Yeah. Captain good movie. Where, good movie. Right, where it was done basically on sound stages and green screen. Everything is CG. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But it just looks spectacular. I read, I read two or three reviews. I read two or three reviews on 300, and uh, of course, you can't go by the critics most of the time. But not uh, too much. Everybody's not liking it. That's surprising That's to me a little. Just because they really kind of like quite a few liked uh, like the Sin City movie, and at least in my local paper in the Detroit uh, um, Detroit Free Press. Guys, wait, wait, hold on. The Wadsman is calling me on Skype. Yeah, he's all of us. He's yeah. calling, he's calling all of us. He's <laughs> calling everyone. I don't know what. Yeah. The, but um, <laughs> all I was going to say is I feel special. Is there's there's um. Where was it? Oh, the review in the Detroit Free Press on 300 was they gave it four stars, four out of four stars. So they loved it. So, I, yeah, you know, I know. Uh, go ahead, Kenny. The, the review on sliceofsci-fi.com, he loved it. He gave it 100%. And normally oh, well, that's good. Most, most of what he says. So Yeah, the, the thing about reviews and critics, what I usually respond to is I find, you know, people like you guys on the forums, other people that I know in real life, People that that have the kind of tastes and likes that I like, I, if if I talk to them and they like something or don't like it, those are the kind of uh, 
those are the kind of opinions and views that I respond to more. If there's a guy that's just a movie critic who likes, for some reason, certain kinds of movies, I think it's all about taste. I mean, I like sci-fi fantasy kind of films a lot. So if you don't really, if you're not into those things, it's kind of like somebody had uh, told me this this analogy, but it's like a, a food critic who doesn't like Chinese food, hates Chinese food, and you send him to a Chinese food to to review it well that's not going to work out very well so i no. you can only take yeah. reviews kind of with a grain of salt a little bit but this movie just is to me the the look of it and, and i like the idea of the story that these guys were just so tough and so like you're not going to beat us kind of a thing and you know 300 against thousands literally tens of thousands of the persian army kind of rushing in on them trying to take over their their land and they're like nope you're not going to do it so it's it's just a a cool story and it looks it looks amazing i'm going to go tomorrow and it's actually also playing in in a lot of imax theaters and IMAX, yeah. i might try to oh, check, check cool. that out because it looks you know because it's so visual you better, you better tell us what you think of it because I'm, I'm curious yeah i'll definitely do that definitely do it on probably on the forum first and then on to a podcast sometime but it looks uh looks pretty cool if you like it Yes, if you ahead. like it, do a um, do a Rico's review for Scott. Yeah, I probably will. Although he's got some other guys doing a lot of movie reviews, so uh, I may I, I've been trying to do more unique things on his show lately, or trying to. We mm-hmm. we overlapped one week when we. Both I really talked. loved that you did Farscape on that. We did, uh, yeah, I did Farscape. I just did Dresden Files, uh, and but well, mm. we both talked about Ghost Rider in the same week. <laughs> Although fortunately, we both kind of we both liked it. Did people see Ghost Rider? Did you guys like that? Yeah, I, I'm going to I say tomorrow. Um, what did you I, think, Sam? Uh, I loved it. Um, I mean, it when I was watching it, I and I was just kind of thinking about like the dialogue and the way Nicolas Cage kept like pointing at, at the people. Yeah, I kept thinking they they really couldn't be trying to make like a serious movie. But it it was so great. I really did enjoy it. it yeah, I thought really it was amazing. fun. I, I I thought they there's the best they could do is uh, it, it is you know with that with that kind of a movie and Nicolas Cage in it. I didn't think they could make it really super serious, but I I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie, definitely. Nathan went and saw that movie. I I went and saw Bridget Terabithia and, and he saw Ghost Rider. What do you think, Nathan? Of Ghost Rider? I liked it a lot. I just like Nicolas Cage in general, though. Yeah. He's he's just you know he's he's a certain kind of quirky actor that yeah, I I think people either like him or you don't I mean either you accept that or you don't he's so you, you didn't think that while he was riding his motorcycle he was going to discover like the Declaration of Independence or anything <laughs> no well that was a good movie I they, they're going to do like another that, movie. that was a good movie wasn't it yeah I thought that was a good movie Enjoy they're doing that. another one of those too I'm not sure exactly was, uh, what was that movie was called Jerry what was that National Treasures. National, National Treasure. Treasure. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. National Treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, wanna... we had. Go ahead, Dark Muller Man. Yeah, we. Uh, we were forced in YMCA or something to go watch National Treasures in the one dollar theaters. You were. You were forced. So <laughs> we were supposed to go somewhere else, but they canceled, so we had to go there. It was not fun. Uh, well, we'll but... see this movie or else. Yeah. Yeah, good, sort of. Well, at least they didn't make you watch Spock's brain. There's just a lot of candy stuck yeah. to the seats, and yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and Ghost Rider was awesome. I thought the first Saturday, and it was fun. 
yeah, I think that it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and it's doing pretty it did pretty well at the box office. So who knows? We may see a Ghost Rider uh, Ghost Rider two. It just keeps shocking and amazes me that that you know these things that I read, comic books that I've read for a long time are are turning into these huge multi million dollar blockbuster movies out there. I I always think when I go into them that you know when I look around the theater, you people don't read comics, do you? I'm sure you don't. Why are you here? I always used to, you know, it was like when I went to the early, like, Star Trek movies or some very older sci-fi films that when they were coming out in the, at the movie theaters, you know, there'd you be a pretty small audience. What are you doing here? <laughs> I, I just, I'm just shocked anymore that so many people seem to uh, go to see these things. I used to think that uh, there was just people like us that went to see these kind of movies, so. People like <laughs> I think that many people aren't aware that the movies are comic book movies. Yeah, I, I agree true. with that. that yeah, could be I, true. I, I think you're, uh, and, and I think it's also a lot of, you know, oh, you got to go see Ghost Rider. It's really cool. You know, there's a lot of uh, word of mouth and things like that. And you've got the internet uh, these days where everyone's telling everybody what to go do and see. So it's, uh, it's a lot of that too. And if a movie is fun enough or en- enough, uh, people see it and they kind of enjoy it, you know. No, no matter how many critics are, critics are giving it one star, it it still gets gets a lot of people still to go see them. Sure. Anybody else got anything before we kind of finish it off and wrap things up about anything in sci-fi that you've liked or are looking forward to maybe uh, in the next few months? Um, I uh, I guess I was I was going to try and see Ghost Rider. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, 300 last night, but it was like sold out everywhere. Yeah, so I've heard that I a little saw, bit. Yeah. They've had 300 people sit at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Zodiac, which is not sci fi, but I really liked it. And uh, Matt Winston was in it for a little bit. That's uh, Crewman Daniels on Enterprise. Ah, so, okay. That was kind of that was kind of cool. Oh, on a completely side note too, I actually I watched uh, that movie Flags of Our Fathers last night, which was really good, really interesting uh, about Iwo Jima and the guys that raised the flag. But I wanted to say that uh, what's his name from Star Trek: First Contact was in it. The uh, what was his the name? Navigator guy. No, the guy that dies from the Borg, uh, who was on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Hawk, yeah, Hawk. yeah the he's the guy that played on that medical show too. He was on a medical show. He, he was in this. He was like uh, one, one of the commanders of one of the uh, one of the ships uh, that was uh, uh, going towards Iwo Jima. He was kind of like in charge of it. So uh, he was in that movie, which is a good movie, definitely uh, not sci-fi, but very interesting. I thought the cool. uh, well. I want to just say thanks for everybody. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording, as I normally do, but we can just chit-chat uh, a little less formally uh, for a few minutes. But I want to thank everyone for joining me. I think it worked out pretty well, even with some of the technical uh, glitches that we've had. I hope everyone had a good time. And I will. this will be going out tomorrow, which is someday in March, which escapes me. And <laughs> March 11th. Yeah, this will go out on the podcast tomorrow. So hang in, everyone. I'm going to just pause the recording. And I'll be right back. Thanks, Rico. Thanks, Rico. Okay, cheers, Rico. Thank Thank you. Thanks a lot, everybody. Cheers, that was awesome. (laughs) 
This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production. You said don't talk fast, so that's how you show excitement. All right, talk a little faster. Okay. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production. This podcast, copyright 2007, all rights reserved.